Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Friday, April 28th, it is the final voyage of the Jack Riggins Drive Time Lincoln. Um, And I am Jack Riggins, your host, restoring American values, bringing common sense to the capital city. Johnny Cadillac is here producing the show, executive producing the show. You don't have to stand attention, Johnny. Uh, looking forward to today's show. I have a big announcement at the end of the show. Caleb Henry will be in to announce the future of this hour on KLIN. I don't know what it is, so I'm as excited as you to hear uh, about it. Um, but we're going to continue on doing what we do. Um, we might have some time to add in some thank yous and things like that. I do want to give a quick shout-out to Johnny Cadillac officially for wearing his Stinger Splash wrestling t-shirt in I, honor of me. I told you I was dressing up just for you, and well, how? what better way to dress up? I know, up? and I, I put on jeans, which is awesome, um, and what a, a just normal spring day in Nebraska. About as miserable as I get, a guy that likes to be outside. Cold, a little rainy. Wind is really cold and uh, doesn't feel like spring. But, hey, it is coming. We're looking at 72 tomorrow. And I think, folks, by next week, even though I won't be on the radio predicting the weather, uh, spring weather will be here. Uh, Also, Doug Fitzgerald's in studio, but just hanging out. Um, Doug, I want to thank you for all you did um, because one of the deals for me coming on the show was that I wouldn't have to change my lifestyle or my freedom um, to go when my kids had something, you know, not to make that kind of extra sacrifice to this show. Um, And that was one of the promises because that was so valuable to me. And each and every time uh, you met that without question and enabled me to do the show, but at the same time, never miss anything that conflicted with my family or something say that was important to me on the outside. And it meant a tremendous amount and kept me sane. Well, I want to thank you. And I want to thank you uh, for entrusting me um, with the show. Cause I know it's, a, that's a, important. And uh, I appreciated the, the, um, the value that you you gave to me to be able to carry on the conversation, your conversation. You've done a great job on the show. You have uh, provided a voice that I think there will be a void for in the community. And I hope that uh, down the road there's a way to pick that up, that voice. We'll find out. Well, I appreciate it. And I hope that it it, uh, it does. So anyway, I just want to say thank you, too. You, you've been a valuable part of this and the relationship. Like, you know, this is a I – know, I know you're off to do your own thing, and, and uh, it's but it's sad and it's bittersweet. It really is. Um, because yeah, I mean, you, you, the neat thing is, is you meet professionals inside the building like Johnny and the whole staff at KLIN. And, and there's been times I've stressed those relationships because of content I thought was important. And, and then folks like you that come in with your background and growing your own brand with yep. uh, One Shot, One Life. But you also meet tons of guests that I, at least personally, would have never had the opportunity yeah, to meet. Yep. And I think that's what I take away the most. Um, and at the same time, yeah, maybe, I mean, folks, I'm not going anywhere. I'm a Lincolnite. I'm a Nebraskan. Um, I will still be on Twitter at Riggins underscore Jack and some of the other platforms. And I'm sure that I will continue when I feel it is appropriate to make a comment on things. Hey, I enjoy, I enjoy the dust up. Put it this way. I enjoy the game <laughs> that goes on in selling ideas and trying to make this a better place. So with all that, let's get on to our guest, uh, political director for the NEGOP, Todd Watson. Another, I think, great American, a person that has really been striving hard to uh, instill conservative values across the state. Welcome back. Thank you. It's an honor to be here on your last day. We've 
been through a lot together, all the way back from Lincoln Safety Foundation. So it's kind of a sad day for me here, too. To- ah, the fight always goes on. It's just uh, new people, new new things. And uh, you, in the end of the day, no one, no one on either side of the political aisle or something that's not out there is not going to stand up and try to uh, continue to push and get their people, whether it be in elections or whether most of us would come together and say, we want the Huskers to win. And then, you know, the, the Jayhawk people get mad at us and then vice versa. So, I mean, it just goes on. That's America, you know, but I appreciate you coming in because there's actually a lot that's been going on in state legislature that a lot of people view as conservative wins. Uh, but at the same time, I think people on the left, you know, feel a, a win with the the abortion. The Heartbeat Act was yesterday. Um, but to me, it's just been a fascinating study of politics and the games down there at state legislature. Let me start with this. Get out the vote, Lincoln. Lincoln, you need to be out there voting. It's your spouse voting. Whoa. It's your kid voting. It's your grandpa voting. It's your dad voting. We're going to talk about voting a lot today. That is every Lincolnite's responsibility. So I'll start the interview that way. Well, you did start it that way. A nice deflection from state-level stuff. <laughs> well, I will say this again, folks. People like myself and many others um, have really only fought for one thing and, and risked it. And, of course, I know many people that paid the ultimate sacrifice. And it's two. Your freedom, but really your ability to use that freedom to exercise our democratic process, your ability to have a say in our government and that is through the vote and so if you don't vote really i question why you're even in this country <laughs> go to a country that doesn't vote and doesn't care it's important in our political process that every single person um is heard and in the case of lincoln there is a big vote coming up um i would say there's a culture crossroads going on in lincoln don't know how long that will go on um so yeah Get out and vote. Everybody that you know, you should be talking all weekend about, did you vote? Are you going to vote? You need to vote. Here's where you can go to vote. I agree with that, Todd. So let's answer your question. We don't duck tough questions at the party either. I just want to emphasize that's what people need to think Tuesday. Get my votes in. Uh, 626. Yeah. uh, Gut punch day yesterday. No doubt about it. Um, Us at the state party, the vast majority of senators, the vast majority of staff are committed to pro-life mm-hmm. and it hurts. Uh, but we're not done. It's not like this is our first battle. We haven't won before. We're going to push to see the issue come to the floor. That's what we're going to do. My time on drive time. Lincoln has shown me that Nebraska as a whole is a very conservative state. Absolutely. But when it comes down to the actions and things required to actually own that and live that, there always tends to be some people that just don't want to go there. I can't put my finger on it, but they just don't want to go there. Maybe they've felt ashamed by it. Maybe they've been guilted into it. But there's a lot of talk on that front. And when I go out and about, I see that the state is that. But then there's just people that let us down. That are elected officials. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Let's go back to McCain and Obamacare. <laughs> yeah, okay. Remember, there's individuals that campaign on Obamacare. We're going to go get rid of Obamacare, make appearances in Obamacare. But when push comes to shove, they were never against Obamacare. Mm. We still have people in this party that are there to get elected, uh, that are there about power. And it's not just, uh, let's just not isolate it, think this is one. 
Right. There are those of us, and we'll get questioned. I'm not a company line guy. You know, I tell it like it is. Really believe in these values. We're going to go to bat for these values. And we're here to serve the people that want these values. There's few people like the McCain's of the world and still in their party. And as delusional it is, they'll think they're smarter. They think they're doing some good. I think they've got the roadmap. Uh, and there's not enough analysis on the base. There's too much analysis on the middle. It's about power, not progress. Now, we believe in making progress for the people when you're elected. Mm. That's what we believe. And we're going to keep uh, uh, pushing that way. There's still a lot of progress to be made. I still think there's a lot of issues uh, where winning can be done with people that may not agree on certain issues. And so hold that together. Um, but, you know, this has been part of the transition. There's people sure. that still believe in power over working together for progress. Well, I think that's a good time. I, I was going to bring it up later, but I think that's a good time to segue real quick into something I've talked about on the show. Unfortunately, I, I can't give you anything new because guess what? The special prosecutor doesn't uh, and hasn't made any statements and nobody's really doing any investigative journalism on it. But the fact is, if you were to ask me what's the single most important issue facing the conservative party of Nebraska, it's to find out the truth of what happened in the NEGOB break-in. And so my point is, because from the truth, you can begin making the corrections. One of the other things I've enjoyed in this seat was getting to understand our political process of either party. And one of the reasons I believe in what the conservative party is doing is that it's values-based. And oh, guess what? If we don't like that value or it's changed, we have a legitimate democratic process of constituents to vote and change the values. Until then, these are the values and, and we're pushing them forward. And that is very transparent and I respect that. I really am upset at whatever is causing that dynamic, which has led to, as you said, the transition. It was the first day of transition. And so I think conservatives forget that the party is in a transition, um, but there's been tons of wins. Um, have to feel good about Senator Brewer's constitutional carry and many of the other um, issues that are continuing to move forward down at state legislature. Yeah, people should be optimistic if you look where we've gone. Senator Brewer's bill didn't make it for seven years. Uh, part of what we've tried to do down there is rebuild the brand, get the right people in. We've never been better in a long period of time in the legislative floor. Does that mean we're there? Obviously not. But have we never been better? Absolutely. And when you see bills that can't get very far for seven years, all of a sudden get past the finish line, that tells you we're a lot better. Uh, we've been working on transparency a lot better. Nebraskans have been complaining on taxes for ages. <laughs> we are, we're going to get this done. There's still some uh, hurdles to get through. Um, so, we can't let just a few people overshadow the overwhelming majority of people in this party that are authentic, committed to these values, that are looking for bigger wins. Mm. Um, you're not going to win every battle, and they hurt. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. But get back on the horse. We talk to each other, and we need to, we need to bring this issue back to the floor. It's important to the people. And uh, before I end it, get out to vote. You've got to get out to vote. Do not stop because you're frustrated on a day. You get to the polls. You carry on. 
and you push through. Safety, law and order in this town, it's paramount. You and I fought that battle. We won that battle, but we're on the cusp in this town. And um, everyone needs to do their part. Uh, I'm going to talk of the faith community. I'm a member of the faith community. I think everybody knows that. Faith community has been soft at showing up. Most of these candidates can't be the bad guy. I got to be the bad guy. People of faith, you have got to step up right now. You have got to go to your church, your place of worship, wherever you go, and take people to the polls. Getting out the vote is critical. You can't look yourself in the mirror, complain, and say, I didn't participate. Get your institutions engaged. Sorry, you can go to your next question. I'm no, going to keep harping on it. No, it's fine. Uh, Todd Watson, uh, political director of the uh, Nebraska Grand Old Party or the Republican Party. Doug, what's up? So, Todd. Wait, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, there let's you go. go. <laughs> so a question in regards to voting. There were several races um, in the primary where we had 2,000 or more undervotes, which means somebody went in, they voted, you know, they left a couple of those races blank. Speak to that for us. Yeah, and this is not unusual. A lot of people will vote in these elections. They'll get down. We've all been there. I mean, remember your 20s and you're like, I don't even know this guy or this person. And so they feel uneducated. So they shouldn't vote it because they don't know him and they don't want to be the determining factor. So education's a big deal. Uh, but we have tried to make resources abundant. Mm -hmm. You can go to the ne.gop, uh, Lancaster County Republican Party. Uh, so proud to be a part of that organization in the past. We've got a great leader and Sam, Dan doing great work. They have loaded it with information. Um, Mary Hilton with the volunteers. We have worked our tails off. That was part of the new initiative, bringing the party, the number of volunteers that have stepped up. We are always grateful for the effort. And they put in the effort to educate their citizens. Unfortunately, shows like yours do tell the story. Most places and media don't tell the story. Hence why they bury the article on uh, the shoot-up down in the Haymarket and so forth. My favorite, uh, as I like to call it, the uh, 72 shot shootout in the Haymarket where businesses were. Or the hit. volleyball courts. Yeah, that, that was the one before it in the fall. So that was 79 shots, I believe, uh, out at Spikes. Uh, yeah, these things are going on, folks. I mean, you, again, you can duck your head. In the end, you're not getting a good, uh, complete picture. And I don't know why. Um, I really don't. It seems to me that when I grew up, if there was multiple buildings hitting people, uh, all the news trucks would be down there broadcasting the next day telling you about it. That just doesn't happen anymore. We'll continue on here. 1499 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. Uh, we're, on, whoa, we're on with Todd Watson. <laughs> Oh, it's, I'm getting so loopy. I don't even know if I'm... Two years of working with you, yeah, and I, I you I'm always start at the same time. This time you decide to come in early. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it, things happen on the last day. Uh, we're on with Todd Watson, the political director of the NEGOP. Todd, I do want to ask you, because you're a Lincolnite, and you, you've been working hard on the conservative side. Um, yeah, besides get out the vote, which is uh, your main message, but, you know, what do you uh, what do you hope this election will accomplish and and the work you know whether win or loss for conservatives what do you see outlook wise for the city of lincoln you know whatever it may be come wednesday well you know i defer to sam and dan on that mm -hmm. I, I think they're really knee deep into 
this race. I've been knee deep into the state issues, but as a resident of this city, and this goes back to the Condon race, which we pulled out. Is safety and security, the future of our city, going to be held together? That's what's on the line. Because obviously the trend and the directions are running away from us. And it's imperative we have safety and security in this town without a, bout, without a doubt. Um, I want to see, does the guy go to his neighbor and say, hey, did you get your absentee ballot in? Let me drive you down to the drop box, make mm-hmm. sure that's in. Did you talk to your, you know, people in a household, only one votes, the other forgot to vote that day or didn't make time. If you made sure that all the people in your household are voting, huge. Just shows responsibility over your own house. That needs to happen. And to make sure that we own the accountability of getting out to vote. Those seniors in our community came, did you take them there? <laughs> are we going to go the extra mile? Or are we just taking care of ourselves? So, that's a question. Go ahead. Todd Watson from the NAGOP uh, really talking about get out the vote. I can't disagree with him. There's either side. Get out and vote. It's imperative. 1,499.3-KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1,499.3-KLIN. All right, folks, uh, we're on the final segment on the final voyage of Jack Riggins' Drive Time Lincoln, uh, waiting Caleb Henry to come in studio later in the show to announce uh, the future. There is a future. We're all looking forward to hearing it and seeing what it's about. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. I'm going to miss all of you. I've enjoyed. I know I've motivated some of you. I know I've gotten some of you to get out your pitchforks and sharpen them. And uh, that's exactly what I intended to do. Ultimately, my job was to get people excited either way about local politics excited enough to research and make their own decisions and then ultimately get out and vote. And so our guest, uh, political director from the NEGOP, Todd Watson, he's on that message today as well. Yeah, we talked about people of faith earlier. You know, we're, voter ID, we'll mix this in in the state. Voter ID, we have been waiting for this language to come out. should be coming out soon. A lot of talks about mail-in voting. And we got to have, it's just too hard to get to the polls. You've got to get to the polls. You've got to get your ballot in, whatever it takes. And Erdman stole my line. (laughs) But look, Mary, you imagine me at nine weeks pregnant, riding on the back of a donkey all day, every day, traveling just for a census. And I got people, it's so hard. It's not hard to vote. It's not hard to vote, folks. Nine months pregnant on a donkey for a week for a census. We can do this. There's no excuse. We can do this. So got to get out and vote. But back to you, West German free speech Riggins. What's your question? (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, West German. Good call there. Folks, it's it's silly. Again, there's no way I can impart into you, you know, kind of, I obviously I try on the show daily, the importance that ultimately you do get the government you deserve because you either choose to go out and vote, and again, if everybody who's registered to vote in any sector of America shows up and votes, then most of us understand that's an awesome turnout. Oh, wow, we got beat, or wow, we won. But that's not the current American politics, and you and me. Most of our leaders are picked by one-third of the country, of the city, of the state. One third. 
There are a lot of words I could use to describe that as a man that stood the guard for 20 years. And I'm sure our law enforcement and our first responders, but actually every citizen, right? Whether you've just enjoyed your freedom and tried to live your dream, you've got to vote because the process doesn't work, right? We get free radicals. We get literally crazy right, crazy left. If we don't all vote, we, you and me, are the check and balance on silliness coming into our politics, which ultimately sets kind of our little areas we live in. And yes, you can watch CNN, Fox News all day long. You can listen to this show. But I'm going to tell you, everything you generally feel is local politics and why you need to pay attention to it. And you've got to talk to people about getting out to vote, no matter how they vote. In the end, it's pretty easy in Lincoln, folks. We have a small margin here either way in Lincoln. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think Lincoln at its best is a very balanced place. And I'm satisfied with that. But we have, over the last three or four years, brought in a lot of national-level, far-left agendas. I'd like to see that go away. And it's not just mayor. It's mayor. It's city council. It's airport authority. It's school board. At the state, we are going, I believe, to pass a historic tax package in property tax relief. You want your taxes down? Change your school board. In that clause, 70, you can override the limits being placed with a 75% vote of the school board. Guess where that vote's going to probably go in this town? You change your school board. Not only are you going to help the kids, and we change the trajectory and scores for our kids, which is our priority, you're simultaneously lowering your taxes, lowering your taxes, and securing low taxes. Whoa! That said, learn something from you every day, Todd, because what you just said there is really simple, folks. School boards are the majority of our taxes. That's true. You vote Republican on your school board, you'll be way better off. We got a cop running for city council. We have law and order problems. Do you think we may want an ex-cop on the city council with our law and order melt? Absolutely. But you're going to fail if you don't make sure everyone in your sphere of influence shows up to vote. And then obviously the mayor setting the new direction for Lincoln with Suzanne, which we already know law and order will be a game changer. Her and I have talked. She will be the recruiter in chief for our cops. We're going to roll out the red carpet. We are going to get cops in this town again. We'll have beats. We're going to get out of this one whatever that doesn't even work. 1.1 to 1,000. Oh, it's awful. It is awful. And we're going to have the property tax issues coming home to roost. It is time. But do not look in the mirror and say, I didn't get it done. Or say, I just have to take care of myself. This has to be an amazing effort here these next several days to bring in the vote, period. That is my message. Well, that's Todd Watson, uh, political director for the NEGOP and Lincolnite, um, clearly conservative. Um, The heart of his message is to get out and vote. Uh, Most of you should be able to hear that no matter what political aisle you're in. And that's always been my message. Get out and vote. Either way, you need more turnout, period, around the country, in the state, and certainly in the city. Um, 
And uh, Todd, we appreciate you coming on on the last day here. And if I can close with this, because I know everyone wanted, wanted to talk six two six, we're not ducking it. We're going to keep pushing to bring this issue back to the floor. No, I hey, listen. Uh, the conservative party is about values. They're very clear on what they are. Um, they have a mechanism that is transparent. If they want to change those by vote of of the people. Um, that's something that probably hasn't been around in Nebraska in a long time, at least to be that transparent. So um, in the end of the day, I wish you good luck in, in the f- future fights and everything. And I appreciate you coming in here and uh, firing everybody up to get out the vote. It's a great message. And your audience can't see our bro hug going on right now. Uh, we- this town owes you a big stand. Do a standing O. Pull over in your car. Do a standing O for this guy for what he's done for the conservative movement in Lincoln. We'll be grateful. His insights, free speech, second to none. Folks, I'm most proud of drive time. Oh, there's a lot of things you're proud of, but there's always in the military like a little thing you get, and uh, usually it's not like given. It's just something that happens in the course of your work. And I will say the gals upstairs, specifically, were doing, eh, we'll call it Shrek characters at some point of everybody that worked here. And, and I was left off, but that makes sense because I just come, come in and do the show. And uh, when I made that notice, I was given the noble steed. And it has been taped up here since I found it. And I want to thank everybody for that because, believe it or not, I really enjoy being the noble steed character. I think my family would agree that that fits my personality. And I would say that... Uh, it's a good caricature. Is that a word, Johnny? Caricature? Caricature. Yeah, that's a hard word. Isn't yeah, it? I was we, like, I don't even that's know if awesome. I'm I'm glad correctly. we decided to botch a word on the last <laughs> yeah, show. There you go. Um, and we've taken it down because I'm going to take it home with me and frame it. Um, and right now, I mean, I'm waiting, but, you know, me personally, I am going to say, while I still have the show, that I put up there instead of the Noble Steed detail placard, I put new show. And right now, I'm calling it. Lincoln this afternoon. I don't know if that's what it's going to be called. We're going to find out when Caleb Henry comes in here. But, uh, no, I appreciate that, Todd. Um, hey, like I said, I'm still Lincolnite. I'll still be involved in politics. I'll still be doing what I do. And uh, I have other outlets. And, uh, Doug, as you said, um, yeah, folks, I mean, if you want to talk, as I have been on the radio and you run into me on the street, I own everything. So yeah, let's strike <laughs> up a conversation. You know, we'll strike up a conversation. We'll talk about it, and I think that's a good way to move forward on different ideas. Um, but yeah, I'm going to enjoy the golf season, folks, because I love that, um, and I'm excited to hear what it is. One of the things I will say. Oh, you go ahead first, Johnny, because you lean in the microphone. Well, no, I, I never like I, to I cut want, you off. I wanted to get my two cents in because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to give up my mic when Caleb comes in here. So, wanted to again say, Jack, thank you. Uh, it's been great working with you the last couple of years. I've I've really enjoyed it, and I know I'm gonna continue on and uh, enjoy the 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 next chapter. But uh, I just wanted to let you know again how much I've appreciated my time working with you, and it's it's been a lot of fun. So oh, I I appreciate that not only when you took over producing that eventually we found out that you love wrestling. You 
work in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to add that into the show as a little mix-up. That's been fun. And, and you're never shy about chiming in, which I enjoy, too. <laughs> I still don't know if you're paying off your student loans yet or not. That was the most uh, controversial thing no, I tried they, uh, to get you. <laughs> they, they still have a hold on those, but uh, I, I'm thinking I'm going to have to make payments again soon. Well, you know, it wouldn't be a last show if I didn't uh, say, yeah. so, say something about our great leader, Joe Biden. But if, if that isn't a Democrat strategy, if I've ever heard one, make a bunch of promises, go out on national media, say we're doing something, and then, oh, guess what? Yeah, oh, it, it, you know, maybe, oh, maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that, that student loan payoff to me right there. I mean, who knows? Jeez. Well, that's Joe Biden for you. Interesting. Uh, folks, I will say this. Um, one of the things, again, the station knew and planned, and I think we we did it well, which was uh, to have a personality like me come in. And when when you have that, uh, you know, there's going to be some stressful times. But I will say that um, I really enjoyed uh, my GM, Amy Graham, um, Steve, Caleb at times for corrections and adjustments for radio. Um, it's not really easy just to have no background and jump in the microphone. You really fear the ins and outs and the timelines at first. And uh, But we also said we we're just going to do the show kind of like Seinfeld of, pod- of, uh, of radio. We we're just going to make the show up as, as we went. And if I saw the news uh, break, that I would just give you my opinion. I mean, not really... Um, anything other than another guy's opinion. And uh, certainly I'm a conservative and I look at that and I don't think we're a well-balanced town right now. And I think we can be. But one of the things I'd want to leave you with is that anytime, right, you are going to make a stance on a value or an idea, left, right, or other, listen, you're going to make 50% or more people mad. It's another great thing having been a leader for most of my adult life is leadership's tough. And guess what? You're not there to be well-liked. You're going to have people that do like you and respect and enjoy your leadership, and you're going to have people that don't. And that's just the way it is, and you're either comfortable with that or you're not, but you cannot please everybody and take a stance. That's not the way the world works. It's too diverse. It's too broad. There is no nirvana. There is no fair, right? The world inherently becomes an unfair place at times. But in America and in Nebraska, we have a very good head start or, you know, way of providing those things. In the case of Lincoln, we're a little unbalanced. And when I think of how we can solve our problems moving forward, I think more of the interviews that I did with Natalie talking about trans rights, understanding where she or they are coming from, talking with Rachel from Secular Democrats. Do I agree with everything they think? No. And you know what? They don't agree with everything I think. But if you go back and listen to those conversations from polar opposites of the political aisle and maybe even values, Every time we were able to neck down what we could view as a common problem, and when we could decide on the common problem, we could then begin to work for everybody that lives here. Okay? And that is the way it's done. I don't know any other way. Call me weird. Call me wrong. Solved a lot of these problems with different cultures and combat zones. But ultimately, you have to be able to communicate and find the common problems, 
And then you have to design solutions around the common problem. The agenda-driven stuff can get really hard. And at this point, with all the media and all the different politics being played, can make it hard even for the people that are in those elected positions to go execute those. And that's where I think we're at in Lincoln. I mean, in the end of the day, I think that a national-level movement started around police, started around COVID, started around you know hijacking, playing political football with a lot of trans folks and people in the LGBTQ community, um, has really just said, oh, that's going to get us votes in Lincoln, Nebraska. Let's do it. And let's try to ram it down the city's throat. Now, a lot of conservatives woke up to that around the riots, and conservatives have been making a lot of changes to say, yeah, we want balance. We want more conservative values that represent this town and this state. And I think that's happening. Do I think it will pan out on Tuesday? I don't know. This is what I know. I think all those races on Tuesday are going to be close. And I think that's good. I would love every election to come down to about 10 votes. Because, folks, there's a level of accountability when you do show up and vote. And even if your values or your quote-unquote side doesn't win, you have shown the new electees that you're watching and that you care. There should never be a situation in a town as small and can't keep a secret as Lincoln, Nebraska, as the fairness ordinance being dropped on a Friday and then voted on the following week with no socialization among the politic politicians or the people that are stakeholders. But yet that happened here on my watch. And we know how that played out. But we've got to do better. And the way I think you do better is by having the hard conversations, finding some common ground, and then work those collectively across the political aisle. All right, 14993 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from D. With Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, a real quick thank you for me, all the listeners over the last years. It's been great. I really appreciate it. As we say in the Navy, fair winds and following seas. Uh, we've got a big announcement here coming up. But I do need to say, I want to thank Grillmaster Chris, Chris Lofgren, and Mark Vale. They were the first guys in here doing the show when I came in. And they basically were like, you could talk, right? I said, yeah, I could talk. They said, Good luck, man. <laughs> that's how we got started, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Caleb. Well, that, before the, before announcing what's going to be coming up on Monday, first, thank you for bringing consistency to the hour to uh, to our program and our family here at KLIN. We appreciate the the work that you've done, the relationships that you made. So, thank you very much, Jack, for being part of uh, KLIN, being our. Uh, <laughs> you can't even say it. I can't even say I it. Know, I, I, now it. I don't have to see that picture in here for, right. <laughs> anymore. Nope, I'm framing um, it. Um, and you can take the uh, Wienermobile reserve to sign with you on nope, the way it out. Stays. It stays. <laughs> uh, coming up on Monday, we're excited that the new 5 o'clock hour is going to be the Dan Parsons Show. Dan Parsons right here in Lincoln. Uh, he For the last uh, several decades, he's been providing professional counsel to uh, U.S. senators, governors, business execs, trade associations, policy 
policymakers, kind of the whole works. Um, he actually he has a uh, public relations business right now, and that's one of the places that he's helped build his connections. He wants to bring those connections in, um, talk about all of those. You've heard him on DTL a couple of times, actually, within the last month. He's a former vice president of the Nebraska Chamber of Commerce. He's, he's worked with uh, all kinds of different politicians over the years, so we're excited to have Dan Parsons coming in and helping continue the, uh, the role that we have here on the 5 o'clock hour on KLIN. Oh, I appreciate that. Now I know. Now uh, you know. And now the folks know. Uh, folks, I hope you'll enjoy it and you'll keep listening. Why? Because, listen, I get it. I'm, I can be a divisive guy, and some of you are going to love today, some of you are going to hate today, but in the end of the day, I think Dan's going to do a bang-up job. I think you're going to get a, see a lot of cross-the-aisle uh, commentary, and I think that'll be good for us all. So keep on listening to KLIN 1499.3.